You're listening to Irish Radio Canada and we're heading across the Atlantic to find out how people are dealing with and coping with the COVID-19 crisis over there. And a few years back we had the opportunity to t- chat with John Tracy and at that point uh, we were going to talk about one thing but there was a crisis as well because there was rain and everything and he was up to his axters in water because uh, there was flooding. So uh, John, it's not that we want to talk to you every time there's a crisis but it's good to have a bit of insight to someone who's right in the thick of it. And you're involved with Care County Council, involved very much in community. First of all, thanks a million for coming back and having a chat. No bother, John Austin. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, um, uh, yeah sure. We're, we're, uh, we're in the midst of this whole new reality um, over the last four or five weeks. It's amazing how, I suppose, things that we were planning things coming down the tracks in our own house. My eldest daughter, Roisin, was supposed to have her first Holy Communion next weekend. And uh, just like pretty much every other um, major event that's been planned um, coming up into early summer, and now pretty much we're reckoning right through the summer, everything is gone. Um, You know, people are getting used to the whole idea of um, being effectively locked in. Um, with the increase in restrictions that the the government uh, introduced about two weeks ago. We've just found out the day before yesterday that um, we're now at the end of the May bank holiday weekend on the 5th of May, at the the earliest anyway. But uh, uh, in fairness, people are are reacting to it uh, reasonably well. John... um I've chatted, today we're chatting with people from Dublin, someone from Dublin and uh, someone in Athlone. So we're getting the city perspective, we're getting the large town perspective. And I know where your house is there, when you look out the window, you're looking at the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, it's a quiet area looking at Spanish Point uh, in Clare. So from a rural perspective, um, it's very different because of the density of population in Dublin and then in uh, in and around the Midlands and Athlone. So how would you categorise or how would you say from a community perspective things are there? Well, I think from a community standpoint, things are excellent. I mean, people of, of County Clare have demonstrated their resolve in the establishment of um, localised community response teams made up of volunteers from, you know, a very diverse um, sporting and other kinds of activities. Um, say where I am in in Milltown, Spanish Point, um, uh, the West Coast uh, COVID Mehel was established uh, about ten days ago, and that is feeding into the county. Uh, helpline, which is being run by um, the Clare COVID response team, uh, and that's been manned by um, uh, members of Clare County Council, who, I suppose, screen out uh, the calls um, for you know the more emergency calls or medical requests and stuff like that, and then can pass stuff like shopping, grocery runs, pharmacy runs uh, down to members within the local community. So really, really piled together and um, approached it in that old metal um, um, kind of ideal that uh, was so pervasive across rural Ireland for centuries. So it's, it's been very, I suppose, inspiring is the word to, to see how well these groups have come together. Uh, it's good to explain what Mehel means because not everyone would know. 
but I suppose Mehel was a kind of a, a, a kind of a, a, a gathering, uh, a gathering of minds where a, a task needed to be done, and any kind of uh, pre-existing rivalries that might exist would be laid down uh, with the idea of uh, getting this kind of important task sorted out. So I suppose you can take it like the, you know, the stuff like old parish rivalries and things like that would be set down for, for effectively a greater good. Right. And then you mentioned the word COVID, I think. Um, explain what's going on there. Uh, this, is this a county response or, um, that has been set up in order to coordinate? Yeah, the, the Department of Local Government um, um, re- requested the establishment of uh, county helplines um, uh, last week, so it's kind of been a response to that. All the local authorities have taken a very strong lead in the community coordination aspect of this because, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's it's, you know, it's effectively a time of war. You're, mm-hmm. you're, in terms of community responders, uh, one of our local councillors very aptly put it, um, uh, Councillor Joe Gary, uh, that we're trying to train an army in a week uh, in order to, to respond to this. So, um, it, you know, it's been very, very, um, very satisfying to see how people come together because you see this, you know, there's so, so many dichotomous ways that people can, you know, a very, a very traumatic um, uh, I suppose, attack on all the senses, particularly for rural areas where, you know, we have to travel for work, we have to travel to, to do, a, you know, a, a large majority of things outside of our locality. Um, you know, you're talking 30 kilometres to Ennis. No, people can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm travelling because um, obviously the local government side of things has been deemed an essential service, but for the vast majority of people, you can't get out. And, uh, and John, I, I know there's a two-kilometre restriction, and even from where you are to the local supermarket within um, Milltown there, you probably won't be more than two kilometres away. So I'm 2.1. I'm, <laughs> I'm 100 metres, 100 metres, uh, breaking the law by 100 metres. Well, you're not, if you're not. grocery runs, you're permitted. Right, but, right. Uh, and then I have my parents. My parents are in Spanish Point. They're they're only uh, about three and a half miles off the road from me. Um, but they're like I I have locked them down for well, like they they're on about day twenty in now at this stage. So you're kind of um, you're kind of doing doing all your own groceries and trying to get all that stuff squared away. My wife Sinead is working from home, and obviously our kids are at home as well. So she's she's kind of coping with homeschooling and uh, I suppose just trying to keep. Uh, Keep a lead on everything. Um, <laughs> when, uh, so when I go to work, so and when I'm hearing from Dublin and from upper, uh, the Midlands, is of course that because you have the bigger populations when it comes to doing grocery shopping, um, there's an awful lot more structure needs to be put in place around there when it comes to the, the rural areas where you would have a s- smaller population. Um, is there a sense of pressure or? or that uh, you know, you end up line, la- having to line up outside the supermarket. Um, the, 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 I have seen the lines, uh, and I've, I've joined them when in Ennis. All right. Um, similarly, the, we we do a lot of our shopping in Ennis Diamond, 14 or 15 kilometres away. Um, there 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 are some, some shorter lines in Ennis Diamond, um, but thankfully, super value in uh, in Milton. Now we're restricting our movement out to Milton. We're not even travelling to Ennis Diamond anymore because. 
it's not in the spirit of of the restrictions. Theoretically, yeah, you probably get around it, but I know some people have been told by guards there's a shop closer to you, mm-hmm. uh, and they check out where you're living, and and they're and, and and they're correct in doing that. We all need to, I suppose, embrace this new reality for the couple of weeks that we need to do it because if we end up, um, I suppose, trying to bend the the restrictions to suit ourselves because. All will happen is it'll end up extending the period of restriction if we don't get a if we don't get a cap on this and start flattening the curve. And um, given the the again the rural area, you would have a, quite a few people who are living quite isolated. Um, I guess that's why the the community helplines are there, so as those people can call in and identify their needs. And there's a team there to respond. The team that are there to respond. That is being coordinated by the county. Yeah, the the council um, are operating the helpline. So, uh, but a, a lot of um, the, the the local metals, there's different ones. There's one in the Burren, There's one in the there's the the one managed by the North Clare Family Resource Centre and and the Steinman. They 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 can they can accept groups of different arrangements. Um, but the, the vast majority of them are, are accepting calls through the through the county helpline. Um, from what I understand, there's a there's a I suppose a very good support being given to people who are vulnerable and isolated. Um, a lot of groups are offering just a phone call, mm-hmm. uh, where you know they'll they'll have one of their volunteers pick up the phone and just have a chat with somebody. And in a lot of cases, that's all people are looking for because uh, on post have been very very good as well. They've um, They've uh, established um, a call for the elderly or vulnerable uh, from their postal service uh, when they're dropping off the letters, and they'll they'll call in and make sure that everything's okay and the people are are sorted for any of the essentials that they might need. But as I said, it's it's, it's really been um, I suppose <laughs> it's it's funny the country was some the election with everything that was going on, but um, it's really taken something like this to to bring everything together. Right. And um, then when it comes to the actual, um, like, what would be clusters where people are gathered, um, are there any retirement communities in your area, any retirement homes? And not directly here. Um, there, there are a couple, um, both north and south of us, um, the Scanner, um, Kirosh, places like that. Um, Thankfully, to my knowledge, I don't think there's been any any um, any mention of clusters at this mm-hmm. side of the county. From what I understand, I think there is a potential for a little bit of compromise um, uh, over on the eastern side of the county. I think the closer you get to Limerick, obviously, Limerick being an urban centre has a has a I suppose somewhat of a, a higher density base in the numbers that have been provided by the the HPSC. Um, but I suppose the flow of information has been reasonably good from the from the government. Um, the chief medical officer of the Department of Health, Dr. Tony Holhan, has been keeping everybody, you know, very well advised. I mean, everybody's running for the phone now at between six and six thirty um, every evening uh, to to listen in what the update is going to be and find out what the new cases are. And uh, unfortunately, in the last seven days or so, um, how many deaths there are. Mm-hmm. I noticed uh, in the news that there was a, uh, a bit of traffic heading in your direction that wasn't very welcome and that uh, I think was Kilkee and Lahinch 
uh, had to publicly let it be known that this is one of the times in the great land of the great welcomes that people are not welcome. Yeah, I suppose it's been very strange for people around here who are so used to welcoming people with open arms that, you know, that kind of message has to get out there. But look, I suppose I'm on, I'm on one of the main thoroughfares in my house while it's in a, in a rural area. Um, we'd be one of the link roads for Spanish Point, for the, the beach in Spanish Point, which would be very popular during summertime and everything like that. But about, I think it was this day, two weeks ago, was a beautiful day as well. And um, the place was just absolutely mobbed. The tide was in. Um, there were hundreds of people on the beach. And while, it, listen, I'm very, very fortunate and my family are very fortunate. We've got a lot of wide open space mm-hmm. where we can, we can go down the backfield and, walk a loop in the backfield and nearly cover three quarters of a mile and just walk in the perimeter. But it must be very, very difficult for people who are cooped up in urban areas or in apartment buildings and everything like that. So I can I can totally understand and empathise with what motivated people to try and get out of the house for a couple of hours. But um, sure, look, the, 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 the legislation has effectively taken that out of their um, out of their hands at this stage. So... Um, and in fairness, the, the Gardaí have been making reports that uh, the levels of compliance have been extremely high this weekend. Right. Uh, so people have totally gotten the message. As I said earlier, you're only cutting yourself mm-hmm. if you you know bending the bending the rules because it'll just end up lengthening the period of a restriction that we'll be under. But um, um, John, yeah. I put I put it to to someone uh, also uh, about something like Meals on Wheels. And Meals on Wheels is something that's very important in particularly uh, smaller communities. And that requires two ends. It requires being able to bring the meal to somebody, but somebody has to prepare it. Are those type of services still being provided? And are they representing a, a bigger yeah, challenge? from what I understand, um, yeah, there's a number of types of services the company, and I suppose they've had to adapt um, again to the, the new reality, um, you know, especially with social distancing and everything like that um it does create a challenge because i mean anybody who's going volunteer and even for myself when i've gone over to my mom and dad um you know i go in with pair of surgical gloves on me and i wipe down their shopping when i when i land in you know hand my mother the bottle of flash to start wiping down the door handles as i go out because that seems to be the recommendations that are coming down because of the length of time this thing lives in hard surfaces. So, you know, everybody is having to, I suppose, rethink how we do everything at mm-hmm. this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, it's it's great kudos to any of the organisations that are providing really, really critical services like Wheels that they've been able to adapt to that very strange new reality we're in. Indeed. Well, John, I'm going to have to wrap it up here if you keep an eye on time. And I really want to thank you for taking the time. It's been great chatting with you and uh, since I saw you last. and We'll try not to that there's, it's only one emergencies <laughs> that we get. Yeah, but I know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ready there. Uh, <laughs> we're... <laughs> We'll have to have a chat, maybe Willie Clancy Week or something like that. We'll do it. We can do a live podcast whenever Willie Clancy Week gets going again. That's right, and of course, everything like that is gone by the wayside for the moment. Yeah, but sure, look, there, there's, there'll be plenty of time out the back end of it once we, once we see this through. Um, and I think we'll all be more united and stronger at the end of it. 
Indeed. Well, John Tracy in uh, Milton Malby, Spanish Point, Clare area, thanks a million for taking the time and chatting to us.